Welcome to the Mettler Marketing Podcast, where we will talk about marketing strategies and tactics to grow your practice. I am your host, Linda Mettler, and I have worked with dental practices for several years now, and I want to share my knowledge and experience with you so that you can gain valuable and actionable steps on how to grow your practice. We will talk about the latest and greatest in marketing, feature some guest speakers so that you can hear firsthand what is and is not working, and help you unravel the complexities of the digital marketing world. I work really closely with my clients, so we will also delve into some other issues that affect your practice from time to time, such as staffing problems, COVID protocols, and similar issues. Good morning, everybody. Thank you so much for joining me. This is Linda Mettler with Mettler Marketing. I appreciate you listening this morning to my podcast. And today I want to chat with you about a conversation that I had with a client last week who wants to sell his dental practice. So I want to talk with you this morning about maintaining your marketing efforts when selling a dental practice. So I went to see this client the other day. Uh, he's he's talked about selling his practice and retiring, oh, give or take for about a year. And he has said, you know, in a year or so, I want to want to think about retiring and selling my practice. I don't know how much planning he has done um, up to this point, because that is definitely something you should do when selling your dental practice is try and plan that out. You know, you obviously need to consult with a lot of professionals, you know, you need to put together a team, you find a really reputable broker. If you want to sell your practice, got to talk with your accountant, your lawyer, and most importantly, get a valuation on your practice when you want to sell a practice. But that's a whole nother uh, podcast probably with, with that we can talk to some experts about how to sell your practice, but let's get back to marketing. So if you want to sell your practice, uh, the question my client asked me, he said, you know, I'm, I'm at that point. I want to sell my practice. I want to get out of here in three to four months. And he asked me, how do I pull the plug on my marketing? And my answer to him was, you don't. You don't pull the plug on your marketing. If you want to back some of it down, possibly, but you don't pull the plug. And what are the reasons for that? Well, uh, the number one reason for that is that it is much easier to sell a dental practice that is thriving. That's the number one reason you don't want to just pull the plug on your marketing when you want to sell your practice. The second reason is you want to maintain consistency during that whole process, during the initial valuation, during the sales process, and during the transition, you want to maintain consistency of your practice for your patients and for your staff. And your staff might be an actual key reason to maintain your marketing. You know, you you may want to tell your staff right up front that you're selling your practice, but you may not want to tell them right up front. Most dentists that I know, when it comes time to think about retiring or selling their practice, or, you know, maybe they're going to go corporate, or maybe they're going to bring on an associate. They don't usually tell their staff right away. They usually kind of, you know, put their line in the water and and seek out some feelers and kind of test the market, see if there's interest, 
and figure out what their options are and which direction they want to go before they tell their staff about selling the practice or merging the practice, transitioning the practice to whatever form that's going to look like. So, you know, and again, you, you know, selling a practice that is thriving, that is bringing in new patients, that has, you know, good, um, is going to give you a good valuation and is going to make it easier to sell, right? Because by the time you decide that you do want to sell your practice, you probably don't want it to take an extended period of time. You want to sell that practice quickly. You know, four to eight weeks uh, is what I've heard is the average time for selling a practice. So you definitely want to keep your marketing going. So let's talk about what exactly you want to keep going and what's the most important. You know, maybe maybe you do want to scale scale back some of your efforts, but the big ones you you don't want to stop at all. And the largest one is your website presence and your social media presence. You want to keep your website going. You want to keep your ranking high on Google. You want to keep um you know, you want to make sure you have your location presence on maps, on Google Maps. That's really important to potential buyers. People that are taking over your practice are taking over that location. So you want to maintain that website presence. Yes, they will probably put in a new website, but they're going to need to merge that over to that Google location. And that's going to be important to them. Uh, so, and maybe, you know, maybe they're going to take over your current website, maybe they aren't going to make a new website name. It'll depend on the name of your website. If your website name is the same as your name, like if you named your, your practice after your name, then no, probably they are going to uh, create a new website and some, you know, a different name. But if your dental practice is called, you know, Aspen Dental or uh, Cactus Dental or Arizona Dental, then they're probably probably going to keep that same name and that same website. So very important to continue your website presence and your Google presence because uh, the digital marketing is what's driving in a lot of your new patients, right? So you want to keep that presence on Google. You want to keep your Google My Business profile going. That helps your location and uh, people find your business as well. You want that consistency. Same thing for social media. Keep your social media going. Keep it consistent. You know, maybe you go from five posts a week to three postings a week. That's not a huge difference, but keep that consistency going um, on your social media, all of your digital marketing channels, you know, whether it's Facebook and Instagram, but specifically Google. Google my business profile, your website and one or two of your social media channels. Keep that consistent presence and marketing going. That's the number one thing. Uh, the second thing you want to do, keep continuing to grow your mailing list, whether you're doing direct mail or, you know, or email. Uh, most, most of you are doing emails these days and doing bi-monthly newsletters. Keep growing that email list. That's going to be invaluable to anybody looking to buy your practice. They're going to want to, you know, they're obviously buying your patient base, right? That's what they're buying when they buy your practice. I mean, yes, they're buying your location and your equipment and all of that, but they're buying your patient base. 
So continue to grow that email list or that direct mail list, that contacts. Um, the more you have, in, you know, the more valuable your practice is, right? The more, the higher your patient base. So if you have a practice with, you know, 1200 patients, that practice is worth much more than a practice with 600 or 700 patients, right? It's all about your product, your annual production, your volume, your number of patients. That's what's going to get you the higher valuation on your practice. So keep continuing to grow that email list. When you get a new patient in, make sure you do that intake paperwork. Make sure you're asking them for that contact information. Uh, the third thing is to really continue to keep consistent consistency with your internal marketing. So any type of referral marketing or referral program that you have going on, don't cut that out when you're ready to sell your practice. Keep that going. Keep those referrals going. Again, you want as many patients in that patient base as possible. So, you know, if you're thinking about retiring or selling your practice in the next six months, don't think of it as you're quitting. You're not done until you, you know, cross that finish line, right? And get that check and make that sale and close that sale or merge that practice, whatever transition you're trying to accomplish. So keep your internal marketing going. Keep those referrals going. That's going to be really important for the person that buys your practice as well. If you've got a strong internal marketing program going with good a good referral marketing program going, that's going to be really easy for that, that buyer to take that over and keep that. And if any of the staff does want to stay on with the new person that takes over your practice, that's going to make it easier as well. If you have a really good internal marketing and internal referral program going on, that staff is going to be able to continue that with the new owner, as long as the staff you know, chooses to stay and the own, new owner chooses to keep them. But it will be easier for everybody to you know, continue that marketing. And, and, you know, a big reason that I mentioned before to continue these things is that if you discontinue any of them, the staff is immediately going to wonder what's going on. You know, why are you letting go of your marketing agency or why are you changing up your marketing? If you don't want your staff to know right away, then you really don't want to change anything because you don't want to throw them off. You don't want to throw up on any red flags or any signals to them that things are changing in a meaningful way because they're going to know right away something's up. If you if you change any of these marketing tactics drastically, they're definitely going to know. So think about that. When, when you do decide to sell your practice. And kind of a side note on that, the client that I was talking with last week, the one that told me that he does want to sell his practice you know, right now and he has some health issues and he wants to be out within three to four months. We were talking about his staff. And you know, I'm certainly not an expert on selling dental practices, but he has one key staff member that has been with him. It's his hygienist. And she's been with him almost since day one. He's been in practice for 36, 37 years, and she's been there for 35 of them. In that situation, I think I think the right thing to do is to tell her ahead of time. Give her a heads up because she's going to need to plan. 
she's going to need to digest it. This is a long relationship, close relationship they've had for a long period of time. She's going to need to digest this information. She's going to need to decide if she wants to stay on at the practice or leave once it's sold. And she's going to need some time to transition, whatever that looks like. So I feel like for her in that situation, probably telling that key staff member that's been with you for a long time is a good idea. Again, I'm not telling you what to do in this situation or trying to give you advice because I I don't know a lot about selling dental practices. I I know a lot more about marketing dental practices. But um, I do know based off of his situation and a couple of other clients that I've had, some of the lesser key staff people, you know, you may not want to tell until the until you really have a, a sale that looks good, until you have a qualified buyer, you have a plan, you know what's coming, and you feel very, you know, reasonably sure about everything going through. Then you might want to tell your staff that, you know, what's coming down the pike. If you tell some of them in the current climate, if you tell some of them too early, you're going to have a mass exodus. You know, they're going to start looking for other jobs and you're going to be sitting there with a practice that has no employees. Your patient base is going to fall off very quickly because you're not going to be able to fill your schedule and that's going to be a nightmare. So you do have to balance that out. Um, you know, who you tell and when you tell. But in the beginning, when you're first starting to think about it, just don't change your marketing. Just maintain your marketing. Keep your practice thriving. Maintain your Google presence. Um, you know, keep that practice looking good, looking like it's just you know moving along at warp speed as always. And you will attract much better potential buyers for your practice. Um, and remember, when you do want to sell, get. Get your duck, your ducks in a row, get things lined up, get a team put together, look for a very qualified broker, get your accountant, your lawyer, get them all involved. There's a lot of moving pieces, a lot of regulations, um, contracts, a lot of things involved with selling a dental practice. Um, get somebody that knows how to put together a good valuation. All those things are important. Maybe I'll cover that on another episode. I'll talk with one of uh, one of our broker um, people that we do a lot of referral with, work with and talk to them about kind of what, what it is you need to do when you're thinking about, about selling your dental practice. Because I know most dentists that I've worked with think about it for, gosh, probably three to five years before they actually get to doing it. So, uh, you know, dental careers as a dentist are long, right? You guys are in practice 30 plus years. So you don't just wake up one morning and say, hey, I want to sell my practice next week. Most of you think about it for a long period of time thinking about retiring. I'm actually starting to think about retiring, but that's not going to happen for a while. <laughs> so I have to think about it and put all the pieces in place. So I hope you do the same. All right. If you have any questions or want to talk to me about you know, marketing during your during this process when you're thinking about selling your practice, give me a call. I'm happy to answer any questions. And as always, if you want to have a great day, go out there and make it a great day. 
Are you committed to the growth of your practice? Mettler Marketing can help. At Mettler Marketing, we help dental practices gain new patients, increase referrals, and maximize patient retention with customized marketing solutions tailored to fit your needs. Visit www.mettlermarketing.com to schedule a free consultation and learn how we can help grow your practice. Thank you for tuning in to the Mettler Marketing Podcast. Please share this episode with your friends and colleagues. If you would like to be a guest on our show, visit MettlerMarketing.com and drop us a note. Remember to leave a review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to your podcast and help our show reach more listeners.